Hello, this is Mark Brown for Beyond the Room at the Charlie Waller Memorial Trust Information Evening 2019. And I'm here with... Mark Waller. Um, Sir Mark Waller. Um, this, is, this is his foundation. This is in many ways the story of him and his family. Um, this is going to be Sir Mark's last information evening the Charlie Waller Memorial Trust um, as, in terms chair, as chairman, as chairman um, and I thought it was really important to ask Mark how he felt about that well uh, the first reactions uh, when we talked about getting a succession was to worry about the fact that one was going to be stepping away and one wasn't going to lose something and uh, but the reality is that actually it's a very positive step. Um, I've been involved for 20 odd years now. The trust has grown um, and there are a lot of people who are working for the trust. There are a lot of people that the trust is benefiting. And uh, I'm in my 80th year and it is absolutely key uh, that those who are going to support us and those who work for us know that the trust is going to go on and there will be uh, another chairman and a younger chairman uh, so it, it's a very it's very positive it's a very positive evening for me uh, not a sad one um, uh, of, of course I, I won't be able to put it down completely but I must be very careful uh, that if you do hand it over you hand it over and you don't get in the way um, so my uh, feeling this evening is of being pleased that it's going to go on with my son at the, at the helm but I'll still be around if anybody needs me. So one of the things that occurred to me is you know the the trust was started by you and Rachel in 1997. Some of the first young people that you helped will now be adults themselves. Um, how much do you think has changed around young people's mental health and issues like death by suicide and stuff in the time that you've been doing this? Well, when uh, Charlie took his own life, I don't use the word committed suicide because that is part of the stigma that is around. It's a throwback to it being a crime. So I don't use that word. Uh, when he took his own life, we discovered all sorts of figures uh, about the uh, mental health amongst young people. Uh, one in eight uh, at any one time and one in four at a lifetime suffered from mental health problems. Uh, we didn't know about the signs uh, of people being mentally unwell, all because in those days uh, it was all under wraps and the stigma was such that nobody talked about it. And so we decided to go into schools and try and educate young people, uh, try and educate uh, the workplace, etc. And we had to hammer on the doors to get in in those days. Then, um, after about 10 years or so, and probably particularly in the last few years when the princes have brought the thing right up to the uh, surface and people are no longer so embarrassed to talk about mental health, the whole thing has changed and uh, now uh, schools, universities, etc. press us to go in rather than the other way around. The, there is one thing though that I would 
say, which I think is very important. Uh, people worry in the modern era, era that there is some form of epidemic of people who are taking their own lives, young people, or people with mental health problems. I do not believe that at all. Indeed, the statistics do not establish it. The number of people who take their own lives on the statistics at the moment are roughly the same as they were 10, 20, 30 years ago. And I think the probability is that it's gone down because in the olden days, coroners did not return verdicts of suicide uh, because of the shame. Now they do. And so, but still, the figures uh, do not show uh, an increase. So, uh, and it's the same with mental health. I think mental health was kept under wraps. Nobody talked about it. And so there is much more talked about now. And the fact it's talked about has made people think that there's some form of epidemic. I don't accept that at all. I do think that there's no room for complacency. The same reason why people suffered mental health previously is still around. Uh, and it's very important that we go on getting into schools, universities and elsewhere in order to help people uh, not suffer from the mental health problems that they do. And uh, what's more, I am prepared to accept that some of the stresses in modern era are slightly greater than they were previously and therefore maybe there's a bit more. But my, my point is I don't accept there's an epidemic, so it's not to be worried about from that point of view. But there's no room for complacency because now that it's out of the woodwork, we must do as much as we can about it. No room for complacency is an absolutely fantastic message. Thank you to Mark and um, thank you for all of your work.